welcome to episode four of the Play Like a Champion show, a podcast from the Play Like a Champion Today educational series. I'm Peter Piscatello, and I'm joined by Kristen Sheehan. We want to take a moment to thank you for listening wherever you are. First and foremost, we hope you're staying healthy and safe. Today, we'll be joined by Allison Fondale, Athletic Director at St. Mary's High School in Annapolis, Maryland. Allison was honored as an Athletic Director of the Year in 2019 and has had a distinguished career as an athlete, coach, and administrator. We'll talk to Allison about why she values sports, her experience working with high school student-athletes, and some of the unique programs and powerful experiences she's helped to lead at St. Mary's. Allison is a tremendous leader, and we're excited to get her on today's show. Before we get to the interview, just a few housekeeping notes. You can find the Play Like a Champion Today show anywhere you get podcasts, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, and more. We invite you to subscribe and download the podcast so new episodes are delivered directly to you each week. We also ask you rate and review the podcast if your app of choice allows you to do so. That provides great feedback and helps others to find the show. Finally, you can connect with us on social media and share the show there as well. Find us at PLC for character, that's PLC the number four character on Twitter and Instagram, and at Play Like a Champion on Facebook. You can also visit us online, playlikeachampion.org. One note as we head into today's episode, we did have some technical difficulties with the audio on today's episode, and we apologize for that. But Allison was such a great interview and she's such a great leader. We wanted to make sure we got you the audio uh, as it was. So, Without further ado, here's our interview with Allison Fondale. Welcome, Allison Fondale. Let me tell you, listeners, a little bit about this incredible woman who played lacrosse at uh, Loyola in uh, Maryland and uh, was also a three-sport high school athlete, something that Play Like a Champion really advocates for and the value of playing multiple sports. She is currently the athletic director at St. Mary's High School in Annapolis and has coached at a number of universities at Duke University, the University of Maryland, Ohio University, and the Naval Academy, all as lacrosse coaches. And she comes to us today as a Play Like a Champion director. And we love working with Allison and her teams and her community um, in building a great culture of sport. Uh, I should also mention that um, she's uh, married to her husband, Joe, and has two little girls, Elaine and Claire, who are eight and six. So she has her own athletes in her own home. So I'm sure her experiences are, 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 are peppered by what her girls bring to her. I just want to start, Allison, by asking how someone with such an incredible legacy as an athlete and a coach, um, what, what is it that you believe the value of sport is? Kristen and Peter, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm excited to be here and, and have this discussion. Um, sports, I believe, are valuable for everyone. Uh, the lessons that you learn through sports, I believe, are consistent through all levels. That's youth level through professional level. And that those experiences cannot be duplicated in any other environment. Sports provide opportunities for growth, for personal development. You learn how to prepare. You learn how to succeed. You learn how to fail. You learn how to work hard, how to strive for something, how to set goals. 
how to be a good teammate, how to put others before yourself. So, um, and I think what's unique about sports also is that you are performing all of these skills in front of other people. You know, it's different if you're taking a science exam, it's between you and your and your teacher. Sports are, are in front of, you know, everyone. You are, you know, your coaches and your teammates are depending on you. And I believe that coaches and teachers are very influential in students' lives. They can create opportunities uh, for student athletes to, to really flourish. So ultimately, I believe that, you know, middle school and at the high school level, that sports should be done right, and that kids should be having a positive experience. They should be growing, they should be learning, and they should want to continue in athletics. So I, I think there should be a big emphasis on, on doing it the right way. Allison, as, as Kristen mentioned, you've been the athletic director at St. Mary's since 2014, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and before that, you were a college lacrosse coach. You had a great career yourself. Tell us a little bit about that background. Did you gravitate to lacrosse early on? How did your athletic career shape your desire to coach and eventually do the work you're doing now, leading an athletic department? Really, how did all that evolve and what sports were you involved with uh, as a kid and as you got older? Yeah, I was introduced to lacrosse uh, by a coach this summer going into ninth grade. So that would be considered very late. Um, these days, I played a variety of sports growing up from ice hockey to soccer to basketball, softball, tennis, swimming, just to name a few. Uh, basketball was my first love. I wanted to be a Duke lacrosse, uh, Duke basketball player. That was um, my goal. And I had a coach, a lacrosse coach, who really changed my path. My junior year in high school, this coach sat down with my parents and myself and, and had a really honest conversation with us and said that you're, you're a really good lacrosse player and you're going to have opportunities in college and that should be the path that I should, I should go down. So it really, it really drastically changed my path. Um, but as I said before, coaches really present opportunities um, for student athletes. They create these relationships and, you know, that's, that's what we're trying to do now at St. Mary's. Um, we sit down with our athletes and we find out what their goals are so we can guide them and have those honest conversations because I feel like coaches are, are able to guide and support you know, the journey of our student athletes that can really change lives in a, in a positive way. So you know, this coach changed my life and I was able to gravitate uh, towards lacrosse and I was I was in lacrosse for a really long time after that so and that and that's a special coach that um and you know really um changed my life in, in high school you're also very involved and active with the Interscholastic Athletic Association of Maryland which for those who don't know consists of the 31 private and parochial schools in and around Baltimore area uh, St. Mary's is a part of that of course Tell us a little bit about your athletic programs at St. Mary's and your involvement at the regional and state level, why that's important to you, and really give us the lay of the land with St. Mary's and your student-athletes. Yes, we have 19 sports and 36 teams at St. Mary's. We're a co-ed school of approximately 500 students. Most of our student-athletes are participating in more than one sport. And we have about 25 students a year that continue their playing career um, in college at the next level. Uh, we compete at very high level in competitive conferences. 
Um, we're in separate conferences. The boys are in the MIAA and the girls are in the IAAM conference, as you mentioned. Um, most of our athletes, I would say, they do not come in as freshmen and um, dominate at the varsity level. So with the majority of our programs, our student athletes are developing on the JV level. And so they're able to contribute. Um, on the varsity level. So our coaches are really um, presenting those opportunities of development every year. And I like to think it, we want to lead the league in development. So, um, you know, that's, that's something that I, I think is, is, is pretty unique for us that we still have student athletes that are playing two and three sports and they are going through that development process where they are on the JV team and then contributing and staying with the sport and contributing at a high level, you know, at, at the varsity level. Well, thanks, Allison. Uh, developing athletes to get to the next level is what Feel Like a Champion is all about, keeping the fun and the joy as athletes get better uh, based upon their own personal performance and, and also their character. Um, so Play Like a Champion began partnering with St. Mary's in September of 2018 when we trained your coaches with our coaching as ministry clinic. And we also presented our Parent Like a Champion workshop for your school parents. And, and finally, right. we're presenting coming seniors on a servant leadership session. And so I'm just wondering if you could kind of share why it was important for you to bring these programs to your athletic community? Yes, I mean, St. Mary's is a Catholic high school. So without a doubt, Play Like a Champion provides the best program and resources for a Catholic high school. I mean, we want the best environment for our students. We want the best for them and Play Like a Champion represents the best. So we wanted that opportunity for growth and Play Like a Champion has provided us with the resources um, for this growth. So um, you have to continue the Catholic mission beyond the walls of your high school. And we wanted our Catholic mission to be at the forefront of our athletic department. And Play Like a Champion has enabled us to enhance our, our Catholic mission through athletics. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure working with you. I love your energy and your for forward thinking, your big thought leadership, because, uh, you know, we brought our programs to you and then it seems like every month or so you, you come to me and you say, hey, Kristen, I want to go to the next step. And, um, and then you're often flying in a new direction. And one of those things is we have a rubric uh, for a champs group. And you said, I'm all about creating this at, at our school. Can we, uh, can we work together to do that? Um, so I'm wondering if you could just, first of all, explain what champs is and how you think it's impacted your student athletes. Sure. Yeah, CHAMPS is a program which surprisingly was initiated by a student athlete um, who came to me requesting um, more service opportunities for our student athletes. So it happened to be around the same time that Kristen came to St. Mary's and visited our school and spent the weekend with us. And as it turned out, you know, Play Like a Champion already had a framework in place for CHAMPS. And what I like about the program is that it's adaptable to every school. So Kristen put me in touch with individuals at other schools with the program. And, and I took the ideas that I thought would fit best for St. Mary's and, and worked with our, our student athletes to develop the program that we wanted. In the first year, it was, you know, kind of learning our way. I remember we participated on a webinar with other schools and uh, got our student athletes to have more ideas. And then in this second year with us, gosh, it's really taken off. And, 
become the program that we want it to be. And for us, it is a program that's dedicated to student athletes and service opportunities. So we currently have five student athletes that are, we call them the leaders of our program. And then we have over 40 members that are a part of this club. But the leaders of the program are responsible for the service opportunities for all of our teams. So all of our 36 teams are expected to participate in community service um, at some point during the year. So they, they lead that and they work with um, another program that, that Champs oversees. It's called our Team Chaplain Program. So in addition to having team captains, we established another leadership role within our team. And the team chaplains, there's one, at least one on every team. They lead prayers uh, before and after practice, before and after games. They lead prayers at um, team meals. And then they're also responsible for facilitating uh, the community service with their teams. And like I said, the, the program has really taken off. We've chosen different projects each year, um, some that are really close to, to our student athletes and what they've wanted, um, the areas they've wanted to give back. But we really tried to be more involved in our community. We had two projects this year, although they were uh, canceled this spring, but they were with um, local youth programs um, and, and working with them and, and just being more involved in the Annapolis and greater community. Allison, uh, your champs group is is very exciting. I love hearing about all the good things that the kids are doing, and um, I look forward to seeing all the other all the other projects that champs will take on in the coming uh, year. Now, last summer you came to me and you said, "All right, next step, let's do something in developing our captains." And so we worked together to create a, a captains leadership session. And in fact, you and I were going to present what good work you did at St. Mary's over the course of this year with this captain's leadership program at the NCEA convention, which unfortunately uh, became a virtual convention and we weren't able to do that. Um, so having a chance now to present to some of our partners and to the world in general, can you share with us, first of all, the name of your captain's leadership program and, and what you've done with that group? Yeah, so our captain's leadership program is called SAIL, and that is Student Athletes in Leadership. And this is a program that we implemented this year to prepare our student athletes um, to lead positively and really to develop their skills. So um, we felt that you know, our, our captains, you know, they're given that the armband or the C on their chest on their jersey, and you know, we weren't necessarily helping them develop. There were expectations for our captains in that leadership role, but we could be doing more uh, to help them throughout um, their, their four years to develop. And so ultimately we want them to reach their full potential as a leader and, and instituted um, this program in, you know, over the course of the year where we were um, engaging them in discussions and um, them tactics that they could use, there were activities that they would work with their coaches on. Um, we had seven meetings throughout the year. Uh, the group was made up of um, all team captains from every team. So some were joining in the winter if they became a basketball captain, but we had certainly a lot of our members were a part of the program the entire year and we had over 50 members in our group. And um, for all from years, sophomore, junior, and senior. 
So it was all team captains, but it was also student leaders that a coach would nominate that they saw potential, leadership potential that they thought that this athlete would develop into a captain their junior and senior year. So that's where some of those younger athletes became a part of the program. We also um, gave the opportunity to say if there was someone who wanted to be a part of the program that they could apply and tell us why they wanted to be a part of the program. And that happened in, in one situation. And we accepted him into our program. So um, we also developed, um, it, it was called our captains of the captains. And we had four seniors who led the entire group and they were voted on by their peers in our very first meeting. So these four captains, we gave a number of leadership roles to them and they led a lot of our meetings. We would meet with them before all of our meetings. They would lead all of the small group discussions we tried to have them become, um, you know, the face of our athletic department, I would say. They ended up leading prayers and doing introductions at our athletic awards nights and our college-bound ceremony. So they were really in front of the rest of the student body, and they were in front of, you know, the coaches and our parents pretty frequently, so people understood really, you know, what our program was about, and um, so that, I thought that was, you know, a, a really big step. And these four leaders were exceptional for us. And um, they also were the group that, you know, we had a leadership component, a, a teaching and developing component. But then we also had another component to this group where, and a lot of this came through those four captains, where we had these open discussion opportunities where the student athletes could come to the administration. So we said to them, you know, you are the voice of the student athletes at St. Mary's. So there are, you know, you're representing everyone else, you know, at our school. Like, do you have issues? What are your challenges? How can we help you? And that was really, um, that, that was really a, a great component, especially in our feedback. You know, they liked having those open and honest discussions with us. And they gave us some really great feedback. You know, we were having an issue with our bleachers and the and where our student section was located. And we had trouble, we had so many of them coming to our football games that we had trouble fitting them all in in one spot. And they brought that to us and said, you know, can we do this and can we try some other things? And I thought that was pretty valuable feedback and we were able to make some adjustments in, in how we did things. So I, I appreciated their, their honesty with us and I was able to report back to them and, and address some of their issues. So um, there was really uh, two components um, you know, to this group. One of the nice things that we also did, so, you know, Kristen mentioned that she was part of our leadership team. So she was part of our, we call it our development team, where, I mean, I, I spoke to Kristen before every meeting. She sent us these valuable resources. A lot of times my staff and I, we knew what we wanted to do, but we would, you know, just say to Kristen, hey, you know, we want to we do an exercise on communication. You know, what would that look like? Or nonverbal communication or accountability. And, and she would give us, um, you know, some great ideas. We're also very fortunate to be in Annapolis, and, and our high school is located in downtown Annapolis within walking distance of the United States Naval Academy. So we have really terrific leaders at the Naval Academy, and you know there was a, a gentleman that we asked to come speak to our group. He was the captain in the in the Navy, and he was the you know, leader and director of the Blue Angels, and he came to one of our meetings and spoke. And then he also became a consultant with our program as well. And once he, you know, met with the group and spoke to them, you know, he said, I really want to be a part of this. I'm happy to help you in any way. You know, please let me know if I can come back. So, you know, we need to see our program grow in that way also. And we have these different 
different avenues that we've been able to really take advantage of. Because if it you know, wasn't for those people kind of guiding us this year, I don't think it would have been you know, as successful. But um, some of the things, you know, we, we did a survey at the end of the year to, to gather feedback from the group, and it was overwhelmingly positive. And I can share with you, you know, what our meetings look like, and maybe this helps other people that are, you know, developing programs like this. But we kept a, a very structured meeting, and our student athletes liked that. We tried to keep it um, a shorter meeting to 45 minutes to an hour, but very efficient amount of time. So we held the meetings after school. We provided snacks. That was a really big hit. So right after school, when they were hungry, we brought snacks and we divided them up into different groups every single meeting. So we had, you know, maybe a senior football player with a, a sophomore JV field hockey player. And so they were meeting, you know, other student athletes in the school and, and working with them. So we, we varied up the groups, but we kept the structure to our, our meetings um, very similar for all seven of those in that we started all of our meetings in prayer. We chose different, two different people every single meeting to lead the prayer, which I thought was good. We would choose, you know, a younger uh, student with an older student, a male and a female, and they, they would be responsible for the prayer. Um, we would always review what we discussed in the previous meeting. Sometimes there'd be a month or so in between our in between our meetings. So I was, would always say to them, you know, what did we talk about last time? And, and ask for their feedback there and their answers. Um, I always ask them as well, and this is something we learned in the second meeting, you know, what is an example of good leadership that you've seen that you can share um, with our group? Because I felt like I don't even know sometimes if they know what good leadership is. And now they need to be, you know, if they see it, they need to be able to recognize it. And then can they share it with us? So that that proved to be pretty valuable that they started looking for, you know, other people in the school and things that they noticed that maybe we could all emulate. We added that to our meetings. And um, we always had a teaching topic. And as I said, that's where Kristen came in. We don't, we had a teaching topic and that would be our small group discussion. Our captains and the captains would help lead that. And um, I, I think our most fruitful discussions were the ones where our student athletes were, were really leading each other and, and providing feedback and, and, and teaching each other. So a lot was really, you know, put on them. It was less of, you know, myself and, our assistant AD standing up in front of the group kind of preaching and teaching them. It was really more um, active discussion, you know, with our participants. So after the, the teaching discussion, we always had gratitude at the end. And this was led by our students as well and in their small groups. And we gave them a topic every single um, meeting of something they had to be um, thankful for and that they would share with a large group. And, and the, those were always very meaningful. And then we ended um, in prayer. We always ended in Mother Teresa's prayer, and we chose two different students uh, to lead that prayer as well. So I think really kind of what each meeting looked like um, for us. So, and again, we, it really, the program took off. It became a program, I think, that people now want to be a part of, and that was important for us. And that was one of our goals in the beginning is how do we get people to understand, like, this is something you want to be in. You're going to learn um, when you were in this and you're going to be a, you're going to be a better leader after being in this program. So we have a lot of ideas um, for next year. And I'm excited about um, you know, our, our last meeting ended up being a virtual meeting. Um, but we did we did talk with the underclassmen and got some of their feedback. We're going to give them an assignment over the summer, a leadership book that they need to read because we want to keep them you know active in thinking about leadership and, and not let things kind of go by the wayside when we start up school again. So,
We're certainly in challenging days today while our world battles this COVID-19 pandemic. And St. Mary's has responded in a number of unique ways, reaching out in love to your students and your student athletes have also helped your local community. Can you tell us creative and meaningful things that St. Mary's is engaging in during this uh, pandemic? Yes, um, I'll start with our, our Champs Club. I met with our group and we were talking about um, next year and the things that we wanted to implement. Uh, but we started off the meeting and I, and I said, do you want to participate in some service now? I know we're not all together or do you want to wait till we're back together? And the group wasn't sure. And then we had a sophomore um, say, I think when we have to return in our school, our, our team uniforms, you know, that's a pretty sad occasion for all of our athletes. And we need to try to make that positive. How about we follow up on Father Pat's email and his request? So our, our pastor sent a request to every everyone in our parish about helping out our local lighthouse shelter. And she said, we can, um, you know, Father Pat, we can, he's encouraged us to do this. So let's answer that call. And so we set up a food drive when all of our student athletes were turning in their uniforms. And the, we ended up delivering over three truckloads of food. So we, it was just led by a sophomore, but then we had these senior athletes that they were dropping off their uniforms and said, hey, can we, can we do the delivery? We wanna help you. And I was really just taken aback and so proud of them. I'm like, wow, this was really student run. And this is what we want, you know, we want them learning and growing and thinking about other people at this time. So that was really, um, that was actually just in our paper today. There was a, you know, it was an article or local paper really highlighting, you know, this sophomore and how she led this, this food drive. So, so that was pretty remarkable. I'm so proud of our group. And that was just a way to really think about other people and give back to others, you know, during this difficult time. Um, one of the things that our staff, and I, and I really have a great staff and um, such a supportive administration at St. Mary's that, you know, we kept going back and forth in our meetings saying, how can we honor this senior class? And what a wonderful class. And this has been really, it's been, it's been tough for them. How can we, um, you know, to make it a positive for them. How can we make this memorable, give them what they deserve? And we really came up with this idea to, to have a, a senior night because we felt like, you know, we always have senior night. It's it's the last game, right, for all of our seniors on our turf field or our tennis courts or, you know, wherever it may be. Um, so we said, we're, we're going to do the same thing we always do. We're going to go up to the turf. We're going to have a senior night, but we're going to do it in a, in a social, you know, distance requirement. So we're going to keep them all in their car. And so we asked all the parents, it ended up being about 55 seniors, and we said, please decorate your cars. Um, you know, that's optional if you want to. Of course, they all decorated their cars. We lined them up alphabetically, which was certainly was, you know, no easy task with our 55 cars, but it was fun. And uh, Father Pat gave a wonderful opening prayer. We played the national anthem like we would um, for an athletic event. And then we called all of their names. And, we, and one of the things, too, before... I mentioned that is we had the the teams, the juniors on the team um, made a poster for every single senior and we lined up our fence where they would drive by with all of these posters that were really, really well done. Um, so, so that was neat. And um, so these car, like all of the cars would come by and we announced the car uh, just like we would announce them on senior night when they're walking out on the turf with their parents. And it was just amazing. I mean, the kids really had fun with it. They were smiling. Some said it was the best senior night they've ever had. You know, they were together and they're sitting on their, you know, roofs of their car and out of their sunroofs. And when someone 
being, you know, announced, horns were honking everywhere. And, you know, we played music and it really was one of the most fun events that I've been a part of. So it, it was really special. And um, it, it really, to see the smiling faces of our seniors and our families was really made it a special night. So that was something for us that um, really came together and it took a lot of work for a lot of people. And I, I want to highlight our coaches who helped make that happen. But same with our student athletes who made the posters and, and they couldn't be there because we couldn't have as many people. So we had to stick with, you know, people staying in their cars and less than 10 people out of their car. So we couldn't have our entire student body and parents participate. It could only be seniors, but what a special night it was. We are certainly inspired by the example you are setting at St. Mary's and really can't say enough about what you're doing for the student athletes as a staff, uh, the things you mentioned there, and, and what those student athletes are doing for the community, as you talked about. Uh, we'll let you go after this, and really it's the million-dollar question, so I guess if you have the answer, uh, please share with all of us. Uh, none of us can know for sure what's happening or what's going to happen uh, in the next few months with sports, but what is your expectation? heading into the summer and fall, and how are you approaching the uncertainty with coronavirus as an administrator, and what are you doing as an athletic department at St. Mary's to prepare for, for what's coming? So this is a difficult time for everyone, and everyone's looking for answers, and they're looking for leadership. And, you know, I'm encouraging our student-athletes, I mentioned this a little bit before, to continue to grow and learn during this time and, and to get better. And we should always be striving to get better. We should always be striving to be our best. And I think it'd be really easy to um, be sorry for ourselves right now. And, and I don't see that being an option. And uh, so I'm encouraging you know, the meetings that we've had is just continue to, to grow and to learn and, and to get better. And, um, and I think we've seen that so far, but we have to continue um, to do that. There's a long path ahead and we have to work together and, um, and do that in, in a positive way. We have to keep doing that. And um, I'm encouraging our coaches um, to do the same, to, to also get better. I mean, it's, it's certainly um, a different way of communicating, um, but, but I want them to be doing the same thing um, as our student athletes, um, encouraging them to get better and, and to not, or just to take advantage of the time that's, that is ahead of them. And, you know, as an administrator, I'm trying to provide them with as many resources as I can so I can guide them and help them navigate through this process. This is something they've never been through before. And again, people are looking for answers. So I'm trying to provide those answers to the best of my ability. And, you know, my goal now, I can't say that's really one thing that hasn't changed. I mean, I, I've always wanted to support our our student athletes and our coaches, but now more than ever. So my goal is supporting our staff. You know, I have three athletic department staff members. I'm supporting them to the best of my abilities, supporting our coaches to the best of my abilities and, and our student athletes. And, and I want to be positive and I want to encourage growth. So those are really what I've been focusing on since this time in March is for us to, to get better and I told someone recently, you know, when the time comes for us to get back on that field, man, the Saints are going to be ready. You know, we're not going to be you know, sluggish and we're going to be ready to go. We're going to learn from this opportunity. We've come together and um, there's, there certainly have been bumps in the road and there's always going to be challenges. But how can we use these challenges to, to benefit us and to grow from them? So that's what we hope to continue to do and, and hope that's what others are doing, um, you know, as well during a, a difficult time. Well, Allison, your positivity and your forward focus are impressive. And 
you're a truly an inspirational leader. I have enjoyed getting to know you so much over the last two years and look forward to our ongoing relationship and friendship with you and St. Mary's and just uh, on a thank you for all you're doing. But on a final note, um, I know that you uh, got a new member to your family last week. Can you tell us about your new dog? Oh, goodness. Yes. So we got a new dog named Becky. Uh, we saved her from the SPCA and she's two years old and had a, a really, really um, rough life up until this point. So again, this was kind of our, you know, our family's way of focusing on the positive and doing something good. And you mentioned I have two daughters that are, even though we have not had an animal of this kind before, are true dog lovers. And um, my, my daughter's birthday is coming up at the end of the month. So um, I knew we couldn't have a big party, but I thought I would go for mom of the year by, by bringing a dog home. So it's been um, pretty successful so far. She's a wonderful, wonderful dog. And, um, you know, we're hoping we can provide her, you know, a, a great life and a healthy life. So um, it's, it's been fun. Uh, thanks so much for joining us today, Allison. God bless you and um, stay strong and rooted in Christ. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. Kristen, another great conversation with one of the really great leaders in high school athletics that we have an opportunity to work with. What stuck out to you from my interview with Allison? Well, what stuck out to me, Pete, is her deep sense of wanting to collaborate to make things better for her student athletes in her community. So she reached out in collaboration with us, Play Like a Champion. She reached out and collaborates with the Naval Academy. What an incredible resource. But most importantly, she listens to her student athletes. She asks them questions, she talks to them, she enlists their involvement in a direct way and really follows through with what they tell her. And that's got to be very empowering as a young person to be listened to by an adult and then really taking that to the next step and doing what the athletes are suggesting. I agree. And Allison, such a great leader of student athletes and, and of her coaches. You know, some people put in a position where they're in charge and that doesn't mean they actually lead. But for, for the exact reasons you mentioned, listening and, and really being a leader, empowering student athletes and coaches. Uh, those are things that make Allison such a great leader. So that will do it for today's episode. We want to thank everyone for joining us here on the Play Like a Champion show. Remember, you can subscribe and download our podcast on your favorite podcast platform, as well as connect to us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Also a reminder to visit our website, where we continue to debut resources for athletes, coaches, and parents during the crisis including a brand new homepage for all things dedicated to COVID-19 and youth sports. If you'd like to learn more or reach out to us, don't hesitate to email us information at playlikeachampion.org. Kristen, as always, I enjoyed our conversation and look forward to next week. Thanks, Pete. And thanks to all of our listeners for joining us. Have a great week, everyone. And remember, wherever you are, always play like a champion each and every day. Thank you.